Welcome to the Global Connection, a Tel Aviv University podcast. Journey with us as we discover how TAU's academic community and friends are engaging with and helping to shape this ever-changing world. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Global Connection. I'm your host, Dr. Anna Sajeki. And today I'm joined in the studio by two TAU students. We have Amit Gershon and Mary Absawi, uh, who are here to talk a little bit about this year's Model UN Conference. So, uh, Amit, uh, you're the president of um, Tao uh, Moon, also uh, TAU Model UN, the society. Um, from what I understand, you've been involved since 2020, so not your first time at the rodeo. Um, and you're in your final year of your bachelor's degree in political science and government. And Mary, uh, you're a board member um, and the director of operations, correct, for, for Tao Moon. And you've been involved for about a year, would you say? Two years. Two already. years, two years, all right. Um, and you're currently completing your bachelor's here, a dual degree in communications and uh, media studies, as well as in arts. So welcome to you both. I'm glad to have you here today. Super glad to be here. Thank you for having us. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Yeah, no, it's wonderful. Um, so before we jump right into the conversation, I wanted to take a step back and maybe you can let me know a little bit about what Model UN is. I know it happens all around the world. Um, I think it's related to the United Nations, but beyond that, um, what, what, do you, what do you do with Model UN? Sure. So uh, Model UN is a diplomacy program in which students simulate uh, committees of the United Nations. Uh, usually the students who get there are enthusiastic uh, and really care about foreign relations and they want to become diplomats. So those, that kind of uh, program actually provides them the tools uh, to be a diplomat, like negotiations, uh, writing uh, speeches, um, reaching agreements and resolutions, and the actual rules of procedure in UN committees. So when you finish this program, you can actually do what a, a UN representative does in a committee. You actually get the exact things to do to become one yourself. Um, and the, the way it works is that, first of all, we train them uh, here in, in uh, Talmud, and uh, we uh, have simulations every week for about 70 students per year um, in different committees. It could be Security Council, Human Rights Council, uh, food and agriculture organization. Um, it could be everything. You get assigned to a country. You get assigned to a committee and to a specific topic. You have to research about it. And then you act as if you were the exact representative of that specific country. So um, we do that for simulations. It takes like two and a half hours. But the main goal at the end is to represent the society and the university in conferences, uh, which are mostly international conferences. Um, we travel abroad, we travel to the Netherlands, to Italy, to Germany, uh, all over, perhaps even new continents and countries. And we go to conferences, it takes about between three to five days, um, in which you go out um, to, rep as I said, represent the your um, society. And you are in the committee for a whole day. You start at nine, you finish at five, and throughout the entire day you have to act as if you were that person from that country so it's really like uh amazing it's yeah. very very cool um mary did you want to add to that at all yeah i just want to add something that muns in general 
are run by students for students and it's voluntary. So we pick students to be a part of this program and they actually volunteer to train other students from what they have been trained from years before. So I think it's a very amazing platform for everyone who wants to take part in helping the upcoming generations and also uh, having a platform to actually enrich and practice their management skills and other skills they may need for other professions in their upcoming career. Super cool. So it's volunteer-based. It's kind of like a mentorship program in some ways then. Yes. Um, so you're both volunteers in terms of your roles, what you do. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. wow. Um, so what brought you to Tao Moon uh, or MUN? Um, what, yeah, do you have an interest in diplomatic relations? Wow. Um, I, I am not connected to in any way to the diplomacy field, but I joined Taumun because I wanted an international community in Tel Aviv University. I wanted to meet new people. I wanted to help foreigners to integrate more into the Israeli community and be with them and get to know them. Um, and I felt like it's a very, very good opportunity for me also to experience uh, an international uh, kind of atmosphere and also practice my other skills that I might need for, you know, future career development. Um, I started as a student, actually, like um, just a regular student participating in the program. Um, and then I decided to be a project manager. And at the end of the year, um, I was asked to run for the elections to the board. And now I'm stuck with Taumun forever. Okay. They are my family and I have learned so much with, from them and with them. I grew with them. So once you start, you, you don't finish. Okay. Okay. You're in it now and you've got a whole new family then. Yes. All right. Very cool. And what about you? What, what brought you to Tao MUN? Uh, um, so I started school, like studying pretty much spontaneously uh, during COVID. That wasn't actually my plan. Uh, and I just got an email and I was like, okay, I like, I like uh, talking in English. I used to be a shaliach in the Jewish agency. Um, uh, I spoke as a representative as part of my IDF uh, service for like different lectures in English. I was like, okay, let's do that. Um, and then I wasn't actually into school at the first few weeks, but then I started Talmud and I was like, okay, that's the vibe. I'm like, okay, I like those people. I like to do that. I like to research myself because uh, it combines both the social aspect and like the geeky side of yourself as well. And you get to be a professional in what you do. So uh, I found it amazing. And yeah, I felt like it's kind of a spoiler that Mary said that, but we really become close. Um, it's it's really weird, but uh, we, we really become family here on campus. Uh, Talmud actually combines students from the entire university. It's not only people coming from uh, studying communications or uh, political science. We've got international students. We've got people coming from arts. Um, so you get to experience lots of lots of uh, different kinds of people and to find the people that you match with. And one last thing is that I actually had a conversation with one of our board members recently who is uh, not from here originally. Um, she's from a different country. And she told me that she's Didalia. 
And the people she talked to on campus, they usually um, talk about like the big brother or Israeli politics. So it's like a really specific kind of conversation. But then when you get to Talmud, it's like a different method of thinking. The entire people, they think globally. The, the interests are different. So it's a really, it's a community for people who think abroad. Okay, okay. So even in your everyday political conversations, then all of a sudden you have this lens that you're taking to it, which is kind of a global lens. And it's, it's part of the training that you get through the, yeah. the program. Very cool. Um, so you're both in the thick of it right now. Can you tell me a little bit about your roles and what your, your day-to-day life is in terms of how you work with uh, Taumun? Sure. You go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is my third year in Taumun. Okay. First year I was a delegate. Second year I was a board member and head of academics, which means uh, having the lectures for the students. And for the past over a year, actually, I've been the president of the society which means being head of society and running the board. Um, it has a lot to do with leadership, uh, connecting with uh, embassies and the Aguda and the Tawi, of course, um, to, to raise funds, to make sure everything uh, happens, um, and uh, to, to maintain the society. Okay, okay. So you're really looking at it from a broader view then and just making sure everything's in place to keep it going. Yeah, we've got like the, our agenda uh, of um, connecting with more uh, international schools uh, across the world because after COVID it was kind of challenging because we lost touch with lots of MUN societies and they exist from, a, from a, like they didn't have them anymore in some schools. So we had to uh, restart everything. So we've had a pretty challenging year. Um, and to have more simulations. So we each, when we run to the board, we've got like a platform and we actually do the things that we uh, are obliged to do as part of our platform. So it's pretty okay. cool. Okay. So you've, you've been rebuilding connections with international schools around yeah. the world then. And these simulations, are they virtual? Do you travel yeah. a little bit ever? Um, okay. So um, we have simulations and guest speakers here, mm-hmm. uh, which we have together with other MUN societies in Israel, okay. which is also something that we had to restart. Um, but the way we contact with people from abroad is traveling to their conferences and having them over here. Okay. And we become like really fr- like cliques or good friends of people coming from different universities. So Great. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. You're finding global friends all yeah. over the world. Um, Mary, what about you? What does your day-to-day life look like? Uh, so I have been two years in Talmud. Uh, the first year uh, I was a delegate. I was a part of the society and I became a project manager of something called UN News. So as Amit said in the beginning, we simulate the UN and basically for students to be updated with everything that's going on, we had a project that every class someone of the society has to present uh, what is going on in the world right now, you know, highlights of the most important things. So I was managing this. And then I became to uh, manage the operations this year, which is being part of the board. Um, My day-to-day basis looks like, you know, booking rooms for our classes, being in touch with the student union and Tao International, you know, for fundraising and uh, any logistical needs, you know, in case we need to do an event or contact uh, embassies or 
Um, also, um, planning the socials because, as we said, we're not only uh, here to teach people about what is U model UN or the United Nations, we're also a community, we're also friends. So in order to manage these connections, we have socials taking place after every class and sometimes, you know, on Jewish holidays or Muslim holidays or Christian holidays. So we, we bond together. And this is, you know, my responsibility to think ahead of which events I want to do for the society and so on. Um, so yeah, it's basically, you know, taking care of any logistical needs, printing, uh, organizing, bringing things. Okay. All right. So, yeah. so you both really are engines that are keeping it going. I can imagine that's a lot of work, keeping tabs on what's actually happening with the UN then. And if you're providing news updates in terms of progress and conversations and things like that. So kudos <laughs> to you both. <laughs> Um, so part of the reason why you're here today is because the conference has started. Um, sure. it, it's an annual conference that happens. Okay. Yes. Okay. Is it your favorite part of the whole UN society? Would you say like, is it sort of the culmination of everything is running these conferences or, um, maybe there's another exciting part that you prefer, but, uh, I'm curious about that. I think. It is actually the most exciting part, you know, because we usually do it at the end of every academic year. So, you know, seeing the the results of your hard, super, super hard work during the during the year, you know, because we have also students from our society who participate in the conference. So we see actually how good did we train them, how good they're representing, you know, Tao. Uh, doesn't matter if it's happening here at the university or not, but, you know, seeing the the results of your work all in this conference, you know, it's extracted to be in this conference. Mm -hmm. So it is, it's very exciting, but can be super, super stressing at the same time. I hear that. I hear that. So do people, especially the visitors here, do you get a t tiny bit of time off to go to the beach at all or... Um, or it's all business and all UN during the, the conference. No, we we bring them here to show them what is Tel Aviv and what is Israel. Um, and during last years, actually, we had post programs for them, you know, to uh, after the conference finishes that they can go to the beach or to Jerusalem or to the Dead Sea, you know, so they can explore more. So we have, you know, also the professional and model UN aspect, but we also have socials after every debate sessions, um, you know, at the end of the day of each conference. And some people go to the beach after some people go you know, other days and stay longer after the conference. You know, they're coming from abroad. They're paying a lot of money. You know, here Israel is not the uh, not the cheapest place, not on, the earth. Cheapest place <laughs> right, on earth. Right, that's a fair, uh, fair so, so they stay for longer days. You know, after the conference, they go to the beach. They have fun. We go together with them. We don't let them. You know, um, we show them around where they're tourists, tour guides, or. Okay, However you like so there's call. really a hospitality um, yes. aspect too, which I think is sort of the ideal UN too, right? It's, 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 it's issues, but it's also sort of building those connections between countries. So yeah. very yeah. cool. Definitely. Um, so how many participants do you have in the conference this year? So this year, uh, we're about 
130 participants. I think mm -hmm. 110 of them are delegates. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got students coming from, of course, Israel, from our society, and also from other societies in Israel, which, which as I said, is something that started again after a few years. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got students coming from Germany, a lot of people from Germany. <laughs> a lot of Germany. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from Hamburg and Freiburg, and, uh, Freiburg. Um, from Luxembourg, France, Italy, the Netherlands, uh, mostly Europe. We've got people coming from China and the States as well. Um, yep. And we have seven different committees. Uh, as I said, we've got Security Council, we've got the FAO, we've got the UNHCR, uh, we've got press corps, which is something quite special where delegates could actually act as if they were journalists of different um, um, newspapers. And we've got a crisis committee. Um, and the ICJ. And I, of course, sorry, we've got the, the, the International Supreme Court uh, of Justice. Okay. Big, sorry, the International Court of Justice. Right. Um, and um, we've got the Crisis Committee, okay. which is usually historical. Uh, the delegates get allocated to different uh, personas from different eras and targeting a specific countries, like a specific crisis, like the oil crisis or the race to the moon. So... Um, that's really that's really special. <laughs> okay. Um, and that's something that our students I think like the most. Mm, the sure. crisis and it's really common in the states as well. Okay. Yeah. So how do you plan all of it? Like from deciding, do you do you decide uh, which delegate represents which country, um, which UN bodies you want to be representative at the conference, what the big issues are that will be discussed. That's all yeah. you and your, your team. So first of all, I want to say a huge thank you to Avi Waliki, which is a, the Secretary General of the TLVM in 2023. He's done an amazing, amazing job um, getting this incredible conference together. Um, so Avi actually um, creates a team uh, made of mostly Talmud Society members. And he's got four USGs, Undersecretary Generals, for uh, academics, external relations, communications, uh, and then they have their own sub-teams, and then they they have different brands of running the conference. They get in touch with other societies all over the world, and then once we've got the entire participants, we divide them into those committees, and uh, they ask, they have like preparations of uh, which uh, committees and countries they want to participate as, and then we allocate them a few weeks before they research and we start the conference. Okay. I can explain a bit more um, how things work. So basically, for for instance, I'm also the Undersecretary, Undersecretary General of Logistics for this year's conference. So basically, I have a team and each and every one of these people are responsible for something else. So I have uh, some, I have person who is um, responsible for planning the socials which are, you know, the, the big events that happen after the debate session. Um, Tell them I, about the socials. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, and I have, you know, other people uh, managing uh, delegate uh, inquiries, you know, uh, if any delegate has anything to, like, they want to ask us or any, um, any inquiries, as I said, they have, so other people managing that and that. And we have the academics team, which is another undersecretary general. And under under them, it's the team that picks uh, chairs 
that they decide which topics that are going to be debated upon in the conference. And the academics team are also responsible for allocating people uh, because, we, you know, we have uh, registration forms and every person coming, they get to decide um, in which committee they want to participate and which, uh, like, um, which country they would like to represent. Uh, so they allocate them, you know, based on their preferences. But if it doesn't work, you know, they just um, make an alternative for them. And uh, okay. yeah, that's how it works. Okay. <laughs> so you're mentioning crisis committee is one of the, the big popular uh, committees. Um, what, are, what are some of the big topics of discussion on the agenda? In the conference at all? Uh, yeah, sure. You can talk about the conference in general. Um, if there's a particular body, UN body you want to talk about, yeah. you can talk about that too. So um, first of all, the uh, theme of the con of the conference is at the crossroads of continent. Uh, we really thought of what makes Israel different, um, which is connecting between the all three continents <laughs> here. Uh, we've got a different. Uh, We've got a really, uh, how should I say that, interesting uh, um, culture here, combining lots of mm -hmm. aspects, lots of cultures here, mm -hmm. uh, lots of religions. Mm -hmm. uh, so we thought that's something that should guide the entire topics of the entire conference and to think of the strategical aspect of uh, uh, the strategic aspect of Israel here. Um, one of my the, one of the topics that I am more uh, related to is the food and agriculture organizations topic, uh, which is about live animal export. It's something that I personally really push to make it happen because I really care about it. Um, it's uh, about finding solutions to uh, get animals uh, who are being transported across continents and across nations to not suffer uh, during those travels. Uh, those are travels for like three weeks in which they get diseases. A lot of them die. It, it's really, really bitter terms. So the United Nations is a body that could actually find a proper solution for countries because it's really complicated, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got like, some of them are a stock for people to eat, for example. So you could have like ethical or moral questions. Maybe we should send them... Um, um, that's a really complicated thing, but maybe the ethical thing to do is to not have them suffer and to actually uh, let them be shipped in in a fridge. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's why, because perhaps you don't need to suffer. So You're it's like coming from question. an agriculture and farming perspective, then, yeah. when we're talking about animals. Exactly. Um, so it's that, and of course about financial solutions that you could come up with. Uh, uh, financial bodies of the UN and different countries and the private sector. So it's a really interesting committee because you, you could have the ethical aspect of it, the philosophical question, as well as the practical solutions that the UN can provide. Okay, okay. And what about you, Mary? Um, is there a conversation you're most looking forward to? Not really. <laughs> because I have been overwhelmed with, you know, managing every logistical aspect of the conference. Right. So I was... You just wanted to go well. That's your I goal. I wanted to go well. And I'm so happy that everyone is happy. You know, I it's very unfortunate that I didn't get to be in touch with the academics team to, you know, uh, look 
at what they're actually doing and what is happening in the committees. I would have loved to, but it's been overwhelming. And you know, we're a small team. Um, so we just have to make sure that everything is going well, especially mm -hmm. that we have a, a relatively big conference this year. We have like 130 people coming. Um, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, so what does a typical day look like for the conference? Like what, what's happening today on the ground? So um, the conference starts with uh, the opening ceremony and the chair debrief. First of all, uh, the chairs coming here are mostly not Israeli. Mm -hmm. They are people coming from abroad. Uh, so the entire connections that we have with them are not face-to-face uh, -face before the conference. So we meet them. We debrief about how the, the conference should go, um, about the vibe and all the aspects of Israel here, because they need to uh, maintain a committee of 15 people each, mm -hmm. uh, 15 students, sorry. Um, so we've got the opening ceremony with um, uh, speeches. And then for four days, we've got sessions from nine yeah, to five. Mm -hmm. And once the day uh, finishes, they go to their hostel and they they dress okay. up and they go to the social, which starts at seven. Okay. So you want to talk about the socials? <laughs> so this year um, we closed three amazing socials. Uh, we had to cut down the conference of from like a lot of days to only um, three days. You know, in general, if you accumulate all the days together, uh, so we get only to do three socials. Uh, so the first night, which was yesterday. Um, we had a social, like a networking social, you know, get to know each other, mingling um, at the Tel Aviv City Hall rooftop. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and at sunset. Wow. During good. sunset, they saw everything. They saw the amazing Tel Aviv. Um, uh, oh, sorry. That was like two days ago. That was two days ago. <laughs> oh, I lost <laughs> count of time. Quickly. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and yesterday... Um, we had a, another social, which was a bigger party. Um, we had it at the Kikaratarim. It's a social space in Tel Aviv uh, that was, you know, it, it's under um, the Tel Aviv municipality and it's managed by the community for the community. So you can basically rent it out to do any social event that you want, you know, fundraising or any... Um, other thing that has like a social um, aspect. social aspect of it, yeah. And uh, today we are going to the Norwegian ambassador's residence. Okay. Um, there we have the diplomatic galenite, which I think it's like the um, star of every MUN conference. Uh, they we also do like big insane parties, but we also have to maintain this diplomatic theme of MUN. So we do galenites. Uh, it's the theme is a diplomatic galenite, and everyone should come dressed in suits, you know, fancy clothes, just for the, uh, wow. just for the fun of it. And uh, we finished the <laughs> conference at the open, at the closing ceremony. And I do mention that we've got three guests coming during the, the conference to have lectures. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. We had uh, a former Israeli parliament member mm -hmm. who is now um, a diplomat um, yes. and a few more. 
Um, so we've, we, of course, combine lectures and uh, the diplomatic content that the students are looking for. Okay. So I have to say I have my perception um, is that I have two very intelli intelligent young professionals before me. And I'm multiplying that by, you, you said there are 130 people participating in the conference. Yeah. Um, so with that in mind, in the conversations going on, is there something we can learn from the conference um, that the UN itself could benefit from? Um, what do you think? Oh, that's a very tough question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like the conversations um, are a little bit different? Are they, you know, are there really topics of importance that you and your peers are talking about that really should come to the attention of the United Nations? You know, we, Taumun, at the end of the day, provides the professional tools and uh, a few members of the society, especially those who were presidents or chairpersons, were actually uh, working for the UN uh, after they finish here. Uh, and we've heard from them about how it actually goes in the in the hallway of uh, the UN, and because of diplomatic uh, uh, restraint, some uh, delegates can't talk to uh, another. Uh, for example, Israelis can't talk to Iran, right. you know, right. so they can't right. talk to each other in the hallway. Um, and I get that, but yeah. I think what we do here is that everybody talks to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's amazing so spirit of open tip, communication. Yeah. <laughs> Talk, to each other. Talk to each other. But really, when we, I think the main aspect of, uh, of the UN is that every committee must reach any kind of agreement because the goal is to pass a resolution. So you have to find those common grounds. You don't want any country to veto it. You want country to take part. You want it to be something that they could actually implement to their countries. So the thing about communication is that no matter how you do it, just try to be as communicative as you can because you want to get those results and that's the only way you can do it. Guys, communications is key. Communica <laughs> communications is key. I agree. Well, on that note, I want to thank you both for communicating as part of the podcast today. Thank you, thank you very much. It, it's a wonderful conference and event that you're putting on. Sounds like you've been doing a great job so far and, and good luck with the final days. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for having us. You're welcome. A big, big pleasure. You're you're welcome. Thank you, so Thank you Mary and Amit.